So the most impactful technology that the people think that will happen in the next five years will be artificial intelligence by a big margin, by a very, very, very big margin from all the other ones. It's like, yeah, it's it's a big margin. So what, what do you think about that survey though? I, survey result. I am I'm kind of like I mean I I am I'm I'm bullish on in general on the whole data story you know the machine learning the data platform data engineering I'm I'm bullish on that but I don't think <clears throat> especially for many existing organizations that the impact of artificial intelligence is going to be that dramatic Hello and welcome to B2B Tech Talk, the podcast where two experts in the field of technology and business come together to discuss the latest trends and developments in the world of B2B. Join Enrique and Jose Enrique as they dive into the most exciting and innovative technologies driving the B2B landscape forward. Get insights, tips, and practical advice on how to leverage technology to drive your business success. So sit back, relax, and get ready to join the conversation on B2B Tech Talk. First thing first, why we want why do you want to do this thing? What what why? Why we want to do this? Why we want to take the time Monday evening and do this thing? You know, what why is the motivation? What what is the well, motivation? Oh, that's right. That's a, that, that that's actually a very good question. So basically, my personal motivation is actually help the um people with B2B business how to be better at their business using technology on leveraging all the all the experience that we have we both have in in the field so basically that's the my main motivation yeah i mean i'm i'm about the same uh i think it's it's been a, a wild journey uh these last 15 years and it's not in the direction that i expected but we end up kind of understanding how b2b works and i had this thing that you know if if we want to learn more about the subject, probably the best way to do it is, is by explaining it. So uh, my motivation is kind of getting better at this, at the B2B tech world and trying to explain why uh, and then trying to, you know, uh, get better at it. By, the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what what else do we have? Oh, who are we? So, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, sure, I can start. So, my name is Jose Enrique. I work for a very big enterprise software company. Um, I've been working as a user experience designer in different in industries like uh, publishing, hospitality, fintech, CRM, insurance. Um, yeah, basically that's my background, how to solve problem, business problem using design and making the life of the customers easier using user experience design. Yeah, well, I also, also Enrique, uh, but only Enrique this time. And I also work for, well, I currently work for a big tech company and 
I began my journey in the whole data and AI world, and I kind of like still work in that area. But lately, I've been also, you know, uh, uh, navigating all the areas of business. So I'm, I'm kind of like exposed to many different areas of the whole thing, you know, sales and data and AI and backup management, but also low code, no code and and web development so you know uh a wider range of, of things and uh that's that's pretty much that's pretty much me and yeah. yeah the other thing that we wanted to figure out here is who are you so who's the audience so who do you exactly. think exactly who, who are you who, listening who, to who who do you think is going to listen to this rant <laughs> well i think the the first one we're gonna they're gonna actually to get to listen to us is that when we push this to social media, like LinkedIn and stuff. So basically all the people that we know in LinkedIn will um, um, get the first notice, but our ultimate target audience will be people with small to medium sized business that uh, are struggling with digit uh, digitalization um, on also the ones who can who want to improve basically their business using the latest and greatest uh, what is available out there latest and greatest tech uh yes yeah, latest the, and greatest tech of course that's 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 uh, that's that's an interesting take i've i've been thinking you know before we we uh decided that we wanted to do this thing i spent the whole weekend thinking about what to talk about actually and and i was my first impulse, you know, when I began to look for some information and that kind of thing was to look at things, like, you know, digitalization, how this whole digitalization journey looks like. But in the title of the podcast, we decided to call this the B2B tech talk. And the thing about technology, you know, the tech part of the title is that it doesn't have to be only digital technology. It could be a bunch of other things. So... The question is, do we only want to focus on digital tech or we want to focus on other stuff? And I think, honestly, knowing each other, you know, as 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 I do, uh, probably we will, from time to time, deviate from the whole digital realm and, and land in some other place. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, initially, originally, the idea is to have a conversation about digitalization and what it means for all kind of businesses out there. So that's so. Hopefully, uh, the audience is people who either is running a business or is involved in a transformation process, and they want to get to know a little bit more about the whole uh, digitalization thing. And yeah, there's there's a lot of content about it out there. There's a lot of content about it, and we are going to try to do our best to differentiate ourselves with this. Yeah, we are, we are going to try first to not to make it boring because this business stuff is usually boring. So we kind of try to do a little more dynamic. Let's see if that works. <laughs> Let's see how that works. Um, and as you were saying, like, um, I think tech in this world we are living, like tech will be like in all the aspect of the, of the business. Like, if you have a business that doesn't have tech, I don't know. Uh, that will be. But, I but cannot we, think of. 
Yeah. What do you mean by tech? Like like digital stuff? No, I don't only mean like digital stuff. I mean tech is probably digital, but I mean like IoT, like new business models, like um, blockchain. Um, like I mean, you have to touch any any tech. You have like equipment. You may have robots. You may have document management system. You may have information uh, management system, uh, customer relationship system. For sure, that will be a big topic in the post in this uh, podcast, uh, most probably. Um, so basically, you are running your business on tech. At least, at the very, very least, when you have to to file the taxes, you probably have an Excel sheet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the so thing is that, yeah, go ahead, go, go ahead. No, this, so this, I don't think you can separate like in this world that we are living like business from tech. Like maybe in the first part of the century, you can like run the business by the book on that set, even without telephone, with letters and whatever. And even though you can argue that the mail system, the post uh, system is, is also tech. So it's, um, I, don't see, I don't see a difference there. Most business already use some sort of spreadsheet program or some sort of document you know, digital storage thing. Some business, most of business use this. So the question is up to what degree you're, you know, when do you say, well, this is a modern business? Is it when you use RPA, you know, when you have, uh, you know, robotic process automation? Is it when you use some kind of like SaaS thing to orchestrate all your businesses and then everything is automated? Or is it just when you have some, some productivity suite and you are just, you know, sending documents back and forth. So that's, I think for many people, to be honest, just having a spreadsheet and having a couple of formulas there, for them, that's like, wow, this is like, I'm at yeah. a super advanced kind of level. And yeah. it, it can get crazier and crazier. Now the question is, do I get a, an ROI? by investing in technology? You know, is it is it just because it's fancy or is it because I am actually getting some return on that investment that I'm doing and I'm really seeing a boost in productivity, I'm seeing a boost in, in efficiency, uh, you know, the, the, the bottom line of my business, I, I have more revenue. So that's, that's the, for me, that's the big question is what is the impact of digitalizing? And, and you know, to go back to the stuff that I was looking at the weekend, I was uh, there was from from the Boston Consulting Group. There was this this uh, uh, article. They were saying that only thirty percent of big companies. I'm not talking here like small businesses. This is big companies. Only thirty percent managed to really do uh, a good job at this digitalization transformation process. And yeah, those odds are pretty bad. So, what do you think about it? Well, the good thing is that there are ways to calculate the return of investment in, I won't go that far to say the full digitalization process because that mean, that can mean whatever. For your company, that means that your company runs completely automatic. So it, you don't have to intervene in anything. That can be one aspect of digitalization. And the other one is like, leveraging existing technology like um, software as a service products 
or other type of technology to actually make your business more, um, how do you say, like um, not advanced, but um, efficient. So to increase the efficiency of your workers, to liberate your employees or certain tasks that can be automated so they have time to actually do more interesting and productive work for your company. So and that brings me to a, 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 a small parenthesis here. Like people are always afraid of digitalization and automation because they think that will basically um, remove employees. Like you can automate one process, you basically remove one employee. So my take on that uh, is like you actually liberating that employee to doing more interesting and more productive uh, stuff for your company and actually um, make it that, that uh, employee more productive, not like um, leaving that, uh, that employee out. What do you think about that? Well, I think I think that's that's a that's a controversial one. I think we're getting we're getting in the area that we have to decide if we cut that from the podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see in the end. <laughs> we're, we're gonna see in the end when we when we begin to chop this stuff. Uh, but uh, I I think that it depends from what perspective you're looking at at things. Uh, if you are in a big organization, like in a really big organization, then yes. probably that narrative it's close to the reality that people are experiencing you know is you can actually automate processes and have people doing more interesting work that actually brings their creativity and and allows them to to fulfill themselves as a human being if you will right but yes. if you have like a medium sized small company and you are a business owner well well, independently of the size of your business, probably one of the biggest expenses that any business has is human resources, is people, you know, it's the salaries you have to pay. If you have a small company and your margins are not huge, obviously automation and digitalization would play probably a role in displacing certain roles that you have in your organization. And I think this is going to be a more, this is definitely it's going to be like the signal that is being sent from business that adopt digitalization is definitely more clear uh, the smaller the company is. You know, because they're up, obviously you are really optimizing and you are not going to take that employee and, and take them and, you know, and give them a, a different kind of job that is more creative. Probably all you want to do is to actually save costs. You know, if you, instead of having a, an assistant, you hire a virtual assistant and now you have remote calls and that's part of your digitalization strategy. Well, obviously the employee you are hiring in the Philippines, is going to be cheaper than the one that you're hiring here in Western Europe or in the U.S. That's my take. Yeah, that's true. That's why I think uh, like sustainability on all the kind of stuff that are like um, um, coming there in the business world, they are fairly new. Uh, like talking about sustainable strategies and sustainable uh, ways of conduct business. I think this is also where that part of the of the conversation enters. Like how you do automation 
without having like really like to save costs, but to expand the business is basically your goal is you don't do automation to save like 10 bucks every day. You do automation to gain like 100 bucks every day. That that is my my that will be my my suggestion for for people looking to into automation. It's not it's not to save ten bucks that you are paying now. It's like to gain more, to expand more, to actually be more flexible, and more adaptable to the to the market condition, which is also a very good characteristic to have in your business. Like we knew, we knew what happened a couple of years ago with the pandemic. We are seeing the um, remnants of that with the recession right now or the quasi-recession we have, or I don't know what to call it. I, I'm not an economic guy, but uh, yeah, that, like being able to be flexible and agile with your business is uh, is crucial at this moment. I, I also like to see, to think about digitalization uh, from a different perspective. Uh, you know, lately I've been uh, reading a lot about process automation and and creating uh, operating procedures and and streamlining operations within a business. And digitalization forces you to have really well structured. Like if you if you have a mess, if your business is a mess, if you don't know who is doing what, and everyone is being create creative in a way. Uh, it's hard to digitalize the whole thing, right? Because yes. when, once that you bring computers to the in, in the game, you need to give very precise and concrete instructions, right? If you have a team of people, distributed team collaborating all around the world, uh, you you need to have a process on how things are going to communicate, you know, where you want to keep the logs of the conversations, that kind of thing. If you have, say, um, uh, some customer support, and then you want to use a chatbot to to streamline the the support line. Well, you need to have clear path that you are taking the customer when is uh, creating a, a support request. So, digitalization implies, in a way or other, that first of all, you you have your processes under control, and I think yeah. That's that's a really important thing, and I think probably that's one of the reasons why sometimes it fails at center at certain companies. Uh, and probably the bigger the company is, the harder it is to have all your processes on under control. But also probably for many small businesses, I mean, they don't really think about that. Now, the advantage of having a fully digitized company or process is that as a business owner, you can also sell that business than easily because well you yes. you, you know it's, it's kind of documented in the whole digital process so i think that's probably one of the things one of the main advantages of having the process you know the whole company acting as a, as a digital unit is that well that's an asset that you can actually sell and it's documented somehow in that you have clear processes that are being translated into your digital processes right so that's uh, that's for me one of the probably one of the main advantages. And obviously, there is the whole sustainability discussion. Uh, if you want to make an impact in 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 the world, and then you, for instance, you don't want to you know burn uh, fuel in the air, and yeah. instead of that, you want to have a uh, a coal, uh, then probably it's also you know make things more efficient. 
than than just yeah. bring people, uh, you know, uh, like physically uh, from one part of the world to the to the next. But yeah, it's, yeah, but we, it's kind of complicated. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. So basically, we got used to that with the pandemic, where everybody got at home and everybody's on Zoom or whatever. Um, yeah, what you were talking about is like um, not only the process for the for the company is something that a lot of companies don't even have, which is the customer journey, or in the case that you were talking, the employee journey. Like, uh, what does this person have to do? I was reading the other day. I don't remember. I have to look it up on, on CD and put it in the show notes, probably. Uh, one of the big problems in medium to big size companies, people don't know what to do. That's it's surprising, but uh, a lot of time, like employees don't know what to do or how to do it. So communication is key, and employee journey is key. Knowing your customer journey in all these steps, on all the touch points, on all the problems that uh, your customer may have, is also pretty crucial to digitalize or automate. Uh, and this is something that only big companies in certain part of the business know about it that that's that's pretty accurate i think it's like in many companies that people is is wondering you know it's, i i i recall uh when i was in the in the gaming industry that, that there was some change some some restructuring and and people were really really mad that there was not clear leadership like there was no one there that was telling them what to do next and and yes. that's that's something that it's kind of surprising for me but uh it happens it happens really often so yeah i mean it's it's it boils down at the end of the day to have clear processes that you can project into your digital landscape. And then the other part of tech, that's why at the beginning I was telling you, well, if we are going to talk about tech, are we going to talk about only the digital technology that empowers people or also the, the content that you're using? That is that also a form of, of tech? Well, to me, it's kind of it. If, if you asking me, is it selling in social media? Is it doing B2B uh, sales? Also, form of technology. Well, probably it is. I mean, at least for me, it's it's probably it is. It's 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 a craft in a way. It's a craft, and so yeah. But that's that's debatable if we got there or not. So you know, I have I have for you something interesting here. Uh, I don't know if if you can get this. Go this ahead. Image. <laughs> I, I have this image here. Let me let me see if I can. If I oh, can. you you're gonna share the screen? I, I, no, no, I'm not sharing the screen. I'm I'm, I'm pasting that and I'm sending that. Uh, your phone because we are learning how to use. Oh this. yeah, it's quicker. It's quicker. Fine. So let me let me. Yeah, let me look at the screen here. Let, let me see how I. No, this is not the way this works. So I I think I have to. Yeah, do not not leave this in in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like you have to have a clear plan for everybody in in, in the company to um follow on. Yeah, I have been in companies that the, the same case that you were like a uh, big change. The manager is gone, and the employees uh, um, they don't they they don't know what to do till the new manager arrive. And the new manager it, it takes like a couple months to know the stuff usually, so it, it's a very complicated um, 
um, time. So yeah, let it's, me it's see the, what you send here. Yeah, so I, I, I send you this. So this is this is what people consider at the tech that might change the world, the 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 work uh, world. Yeah, and we may share the link in the in the show notes. Uh, yeah, we, we may, we people may share don't this. know what we are talking about. Yeah, this is this is a, a McKinsey uh, and company study, and yeah. the the technologies that they show here, and, and they you know they have this matrix with uh, technology versus industries, and mm -hmm. to me it's fascinating. I mean, the, the top one is artificial intelligence. Then they have Internet of Things, blockchain, augmented reality, virtual reality, physical robotics, the metaverse, 3D printing, quantum computing, and then all the stuff. You were talking about a survey that McKinsey did yeah. between July 19 and September 1 in 2022. Refresh my memory. That was after or before ChatGPT? I don't that's, remember. That's before. That's before. That's before. And then the people have a high expectations on artificial intelligence and machine learning, though. Um, I am curious how to see the the same survey right now after Dali, Midjourney, ChatGPT, Copilot, and, and all that stuff. So I'm very curious to see that um, because basically, when you click on the link that we will uh, leave uh, somewhere in the show notes, you will see most people responding from all the different industries that. Artificial intelligence and machine learning will have the more, uh, it will go on to deliver the value proposition of new business to paraphrase what they um, what they write on the, on the questions probably. So the most impactful technology that the people think that will happen in the next five years will be artificial intelligence by a big margin by a very, very, very big margin from all the other ones. It's like, yeah, it's it's a big margin. So what, what do you think about that survey though? I, survey result. I am I'm kind of like I mean I am I'm, I'm I'm bullish on in general on the whole data story, you know, the machine learning, the data platform, data engineering. I'm I'm bullish on that. But I don't think <clears throat> especially for many existing organizations that the impact of artificial intelligence is going to be that dramatic. I don't really think that. Let me explain what I think. I think incorporating machine learning and, and artificial intelligence in general, I, I, would, I, would, I would use the term, I, I prefer the term advanced analytics and, and machine learning. Uh, I think artificial it's safer. It's safer. It's, it's yeah. safer. Yeah, it's safer. So I, I think that demands a lot of uh, cultural changes in many organizations, in many existing organizations. And I can only see a lot of pain associated with those cultural changes. And for that reason, I think the friction moving forward to implement that vision where we have a world or a workforce that it's being aided by artificial intelligence or by machine learning or advanced analytics. So I, I really think that the problem is that most of organizations are not ready to take the step. So I think the revolution 
will probably come from organizations that do not exist at this moment or are being born right now. Because these organizations are going to be like cloud native or artificial intelligence native. You know, they are going to have that in their DNA and they will embrace this change and this technology with all the cultural changes that are necessary to actually run this kind of organizations. They're going to have the processes in place. They're going to have the right roles defined. They will have everything aligned so they can have this symbiotic relationship with technology, which I don't think is the case of many existing organizations that some of them will be able to reinvent themselves. But that, to be honest, is the the minority of organizations. So that's that's my those are my my thoughts about about the whole artificial intelligence and and in general any technology that might be disruptive uh, for for businesses. Yeah, and I think you you make a good point. It's like the artificial intelligence or AI native uh, companies or cloud native style. Like um, a lot of companies are struggling in moving to the cloud like moving on-premise software to the cloud, that there is still a lot of um, problems there on cultural change and money that they have to pay and um, companies that, ha that had on-premise software that they are not serving on-premise software anymore, but they have to move to the cloud, et cetera. So basically the advantage of creating an, this uh, type of company you are mentioning, like a native AI artificial company, um, yeah, that, that will be, I, I agree with you 100%. That will be most of the winners. Most, um, a lot of the big players have to adapt to survive in this world, but this uh, will take a couple of years. On a lot of people think like AI or machine learning as this, this magical tool, but everybody for, forget that to make that work in your organization and your business, you have to start first collecting data, the data from your business. So it's not that easy. You have to integrate with the data with your uh, that your business produce on nobody's collecting that data or very, very few people are collecting uh, that data in a, <clears throat> in a meaningful manner that they can implement our artificial our machine learning system on top of that. So yeah, you yeah. you will need you will need things like like process mining, for instance. But if if you have something like process mining to be actual to actually be able to gather all the information, all that log data about every single step that you know the of the customer journey or whatever process you have in place, you really need to have a culture where you have these processes well defined. And and if yeah. you don't, and if you are not, and if you don't have any any kind of um. Uh, if 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 you are not measuring that, this is just forget yeah, it. Yeah, you're not you measuring. Know. Okay. If if you know if you are not measuring your the, the different KPIs in your in your in in your business, then you will have a hard time uh, adopting these things. But you see this change. I I was I, I follow a couple of marketing podcasts. So let me give you you know a concrete example. And there are some marketing agencies who are already fighting people because now they create all of most of their content using ChatGPT. And today I was, I was telling you, I was looking at this guy who has this business that he teaches people how to create uh, 
their image around LinkedIn, how they can create a, co a community and and bring customers in. And essentially, he uses ChatGPT. He, 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 I mean, he doesn't ask ChatGPT to give him the text to post in social media, but he can uh, kind of brainstorms together with the tool to get the best content he can to post there. So he actually writes the content himself, or so he says, but he aids himself with that and he does the whole thing by himself. And the same thing with other people who has uh, marketing agencies, they create that content that way or they use Mid Journey or Dali or whatever it is to create assets for their campaigns. So you are seeing that in the in the more agile part of the spectrum, you know, like the, the tiny yeah, companies marketing. that want, yeah. exactly, that they want, they need to move really fast and they need to adjust to the, uh, situations of, of, of the market that actually they are embracing these technologies. But for bigger organizations, you will see a much more lower um, uh, integration of, of these tools with their processes. At least that's my opinion. Let's see what happens. You know, I don't have a, a glass a glass uh, bowl. Crystal ball. Say that. A crystal ball. Crystal ball. So well, if we if we had a crystal ball, uh, we probably won't be doing this podcast anyway. So yeah, exactly. When we that about the crystal ball, I think it's, it's a good time to wrap this up. So thank you for watching. So hope you will you see us or we see us or how do we say that you listen to us? Uh, actually, uh, actually, I hope the... I hope they listen at us because then probably the main way to distribute this thing will be a podcast, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like a podcast. Yeah, uh, we're but, gonna drop the the video as well in YouTube, but yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, let's yeah. do that and let's let's upload the video and see what happens. So this is an experiment. Yeah. See where we go. I think there's a bunch of topics that we can touch, and uh, yeah, see you in the next one. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you have any topic that you like us to cover, just uh, send us an email to b 2 b podcast at gmail.com since we figure out the new email um, it will be a better one than that one but if you want to reach us it's like b2btechtalk.podcast at gmail.com so it's going to be somewhere nice stress of the week down there sometime somewhere we'll probably put it in the video as well yeah all right thank See you, you for listening on uh, talk to you later bye bye bye